I want to just go ahead and take this time to point out real quick that when I was growing up, the biggest thing that, like, first off, there was a lot of lessons that were being pushed when uh, when I was a kid. Like, a lot of them were wholesome, like, you know, uh, treat everybody with respect, uh, show kindness when you can, you know, obviously do your homework, uh, don't hurt anybody if you don't want, you know, don't hurt anybody and you don't, you know, you shouldn't get hurt back. Uh, that sort of thing, but then there was a lot of, like, you know, messages that I was sort of, like, being handed that were kind of weird. One of them was individuality, which was kind of like, you know, be yourself. That was, like, a really big one growing up, and uh, another one was, um, uh, you know, like, follow your dreams, you know, follow your dreams and be yourself, and I feel like as, as, uh, as meaningful as these messages were trying to be, as meaningful as these messages were trying to be, the um, the problem with those statements were they they I feel like they came a little bit from an idea of privilege. Like if you're a Southern Black person, be yourself is like the most challenging thing you can do, especially because growing up in the '90s when um, you know like you had these kind of uh, you had these individual pushes, uh, you know, for like an alternative lifestyle that was against religion so to speak that was a big one like you know religion like if you live in the south being religious was like kind of just pushed on you as a kid that you had to do you had to follow a religion you had to believe in god though you had to believe in the bible and all those other things you know what i'm saying it was like this was it was indoctrination and the thing was that like that would teach you to like kind of follow other aspects which is basically along the lines of cruelty is justified as long as you say god told you to do it and um like when you're and being yourself means not thinking that way and that was that was a challenge that was ultimately the 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 thing that you had to like fight against so being yourself like you know growing up in a heavily conservative environment like that in the 90s, no less, when, you know, before technology became this, you know, universal, uh, universal thing, it's just something that's really, really, it's something that really kind of gets, it's something that you really kind of got to challenge a little bit. Uh, another thing, too, was follow your dreams, which, in my opinion, also comes from a place of entitlement. Not every dream is accomplishable. Like, uh, you know, like there's some people or rather not every like while every dream, can, while any dream can be accomplishable, I won't say not every dream is accomplishable because like if you want to do something, you can now do it. Like in, in 2023, if there's something that you want to do, there's ways to do it. But there's way but like there's a difference between following your dream and becoming successful. And I feel like with some people, they dream of being successful. And the challenge is, is that like, uh, you know, like you can get what you want. And it not be what you wanted. Well, for example, I am currently following my dream right now. I am. Uh, I uh, I've always wanted to be a professional wrestler since I was like 16 years old. You know, I'm 34. It's, it's 18 years, and um, I said, you know what? I'm going to finally do it. I thought I had enough money saved up. I thought I had. Um, I thought I had, like, you know, this big move that I was planning on doing. I thought I had everything locked down. And in reality, not only did I not have everything locked down, but, like, I, I kind of put myself into this, this uh, I don't know, I, I don't know if you can call it optimism or confidence or whatever, 
But, like, I really had it in my head that things was going to go the way that I needed it to go because nobody was telling me that it wasn't going to go the way I needed it to go. Because nobody was telling me that this wasn't going to happen. I thought, oh, this is going to happen. And then it didn't happen. I thought I had a, like, I thought I had a job set up for this big move. Because I went from, I went from having a home and a job in Georgia to being homeless and unemployed in Texas. And like the more I look at like all of these all of these decisions that I made, the more it makes me feel more it makes me feel more and more like a failure because like like uh I mean like I did this in July. The hottest one of the hottest months in a year. You know what I mean? I did this in July. July like I'm sitting in my car right now and I am like sweating like crazy and that's basically kind of been like a rundown of most of my days actually. Like you know, um before I have to do tra- training starts at like 5. And uh you know, I somehow managed to I somehow managed to like talk good enough with the uh, with the guy who's in charge of things that like he's going to like, you know, he's going to like kind of like wave my pace until I you know, until I get a job. So, um, you know, I don't think it's going to be because, you know, he's a cool he's a cool guy. He's a cool like we, we've talked before. So that's one of the few things I actually kind of got right. Um, but because I don't have a job, it clearly doesn't make sense. Like if I don't have a job, how am I going to afford a place? Right. You know, so that ended up in smoke. And then I thought I had a friend that I could crash with here in here in Texas and my friend, you know, he uh, apparently times got a little rough for him. So he had to move back in with his parents. So it's just a case of, you know, like it was just a case of me just not, you know, I failed I, I failed to I, I failed to, um, to kind of just keep track of what was going on. So now I kind of have to start back from square like zero. And uh, it's depressing. It, it hurts. It hurts a lot. But, um, I gotta, I, I just gotta pull through, but yeah, like the majority of my day is basically me, um, trying to find a place to shower, find a, me and, uh, me trying to find a place to shower and wash my clothes. And, uh, I take bum baths now, which basically means that, um, you know, like I, you know, I bought a whole bunch of towels, I bought some body wash and, um, you know, depending on, depending on the time and depending on. Depending on the time, what I would do is I would just, you know, I would lather up, you know, I wet and lather up the towel, you know, and, um, you know, just give myself a good scrub down uh, in a stall somewhere. Just, you know, do that. And, um, you know, like as far as washing my clothes, obviously there's wash terriers, but that stuff is like it, it eats away at my money. You know, it, it really kind of bums me out that it's really it really bums me out how it's an entire challenge to um to like wash clothes to um to you know like not not even to eat and sleep because i feel like people you know it's really easy to say oh you know you're homeless but you know you just you can still do certain things no you can't when you're homeless you're a second class citizen in america you can't like you know right now like i realize how much of a challenge it is to actually go to the bathroom like in order for me to go to the bathroom i will have to drive to a place that has a bathroom, you know, that's usable, and then use the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just so much that goes into this, 
it's so much that goes into being homeless that I feel like like um, it's really, really, really easy to it's really easy to overlook when you have a home or you've like you know you have access to a home or you can like actually you know be it. like if you're in a home there's certain things that you just truly appreciate a little bit more when you don't have it. Like I said, with me, it's the washing machine and the shower, just water in general. I'm like you know I'm a big electronics guy. I do like being on you know like social media and stuff like that. I do like being on the being on the computer and stuff like that, but, like, I don't really miss having a computer because I got a cell phone right here, you know what I mean? But I don't have a, I don't have a cell shower. I don't have a cell washing machine, you know? Like, I, I'm just, like, like, I don't have a, like, I don't, I don't have, like, I miss water. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I absolutely, one million percent miss water. Especially because it's so hot out here, dude. It's so hot, man. Like, I really did this in July, thinking that I was going to... I really did this in July, man. Like, I, I, I made the biggest failure mistake in July. And the worst part... So, I, I like... I realize now I deserve what I get. But there is some... Like I said, there is some light. Uh, and there is uh, some, you know, some... Some, uh, I don't know, silver linings, I guess you can call it, light at the end of the tunnel or whatever. Uh, just yesterday, I helped with, um, I helped with, uh, what's it, what's it called? I helped with the Reality of Wrestling Summer of Champions. It was, is Reality of Wrestling's biggest show. Uh, you know, I got a chance to help out with that. I got a chance to put, I still have my, my Reality of Wrestling staff shirt, actually, which I need to wash. And, uh, you know, it was Reality of Wrestling's biggest show. You know, I was I was there. I was I was in that. I was like, you know, I was sort of part of it. You know, Culture Inc., uh, you know, Eli Knight from Culture Inc. gave your boy a handshake like on this in this thing. Like, I got a chance to talk to Alicia Fox. Well, well Vix Crow. Her name is Vix Crow now. You know, like uh, I got a chance to talk to her, you know, at, um, you know, at this show, I got a chance to talk to Zilla Fatu, I got a chance to talk to Jacob Fatu, I got a chance to encounter, you know, like, Lulu Larena, you know, Maya World, Mia Friday, um, so many other wrestlers, and, uh, there was wrestlers that I didn't get to see, it was, Sheldon Benjamin was there, I'm a big fan of his, but clearly he has a, you know, like, I, I wasn't, I, I was a trainee, and I was helping out, I was basically, like, doing unpaid volunteer work, for this show that I just really, really, really preferred to help out with because this is, that was the goal to begin with, you know, and even before that, I still was like doing some training at the company, you know what I'm saying? I got, they managed to get me in a ring, let me roll around for a little bit and stuff like that. And, uh, the goal now is ultimately to just sort of, you know, keep that going. Like once I get a job, once I get a job, you know, start making my payments and everything like that. The goal is to get a job, get the payments and, uh, start, you know, start working towards getting a place to live. I've only been here a week, but it's just, it feels like, it feels so much longer. Like I said, the majority of my day is um, me ultimately just kind of sitting in my car, just trying to find a shady spot to just, you know, just sit and reflect for a little bit, maybe take a nap or two. And, uh, cause I'm in my car. Thankfully, I, you know, I, I am in my car. My car is in good shape. Um, so there's that. It's just, it's really, really, really frustrating because, like I say, I miss water and I miss income. You know what I mean? I miss earning money. I miss working. 
You know, like, I really thought, like, because I came here, I didn't come over here on a whim. I didn't come here with, like, absolutely no plan. I came here because I thought I was getting, I thought I was going to have a successful transfer from my job. And I didn't get that, that transfer wasn't successful. But rather than be told that it wasn't successful before I got there, they essentially just told me, you know, you're at least allowed the interview. You know what I mean? And I thought the interview just meant, okay, I'm part of the crew now. Okay, let's go ahead and get this thing started. And that's not what it was. It was, no, you are allowed an interview. That hurts, man. Especially because, like, I didn't really hate working there. I just hated, like, one person. I hated one person, and that one person was making it very clear that he didn't like me either. And here I am. I'm just trying to just... I'm just trying to get myself situated. I'm just just trying to get myself, like... uh, Sorry about that. I'm using my phone to do this. So there's a uh, there's that. Uh so if you hear buzzing, it's I'm using my phone to do this podcast episode and obviously I'm getting I'm getting texted, which is weird. <clears throat> Cause nobody texts me up until now. But that's what I'm saying though, man. I'm just trying to trying to get my life on track. I'm trying to get myself together. I'm trying to uh Make things right for myself, so to speak. And I am really frustrated. It's um, it's very, it's very hurtful to know that, like, I put my... Like, I think the most hurtful part about this is the fact that I put myself through it. It's like, I really thought that I was doing something good for myself. And it turns out, nope, you're just about to sit in a car and, like, sweat for hours before you go to training. Because, you know, and you better hope that the... And it's like, you know, like I said, I take, like I said, I take the bum baths and, uh, I try to, you know, I, I try not to, you know, be funky, but you know, you can only do, I can only do so much without a shower. So there's this, you know, so it's, it's a pretty easy question. Why don't you just, you know, go to a homeless shelter? They're all closed. They're either all closed or they all don't have uh, available beds. Well, why don't you, uh, you know, go find a friend or find somebody to go crash with? I am. Nobody is nobody is saying anything. Plus, everybody lives too far away. You know, like, well, why'd you go there in the first place? Because I thought that I was, I thought I had things going the way that I wanted it to go. The reason why I'm uh, doing this whole, well, why don't you just thing is because I hate that. I cannot stand that. I can't stand, like I say, you know, because it's like, you know, the most privileged people are the ones who will like actually like try to make it seem like... There's this evil, there's this, like, not evil. There's this, this, uh, people out here who try to make it seem like, you know, oh, man, it's just easy. All you have to do is just, and it's like, no. No, it's easy for you. It's easy for you. It's easy for everybody else. It's not easy for me. I don't have a degree. I can't just go out and get a degree either. You know, I tried that. I failed three times. You know, I don't have a degree. I don't have a, you know, the, the, like, you know, I can't just get, I can't just get a job that will give me all of the money that's going to like provide me with something so I can actually do the thing. Like, heck, I'm trying to be a professional wrestler right now. I've been there a week and I'm homeless. 
it's like you know i really don't like this i i don't really i don't like the idea of brushing off like i'm not saying to focus on your on your failures focus on your losses i'm not saying that but the most annoying thing a person can do for me is just shrug off their losses like they don't even exist you know what i'm saying because like i'm like you know because people act like i'm people act like i think i'm better than everybody else because i fail and it's like no I'm just in my brain. I don't see other people fail. I don't hear about other people failing. I don't encounter other people making mistakes. So when I see everybody else, I assume that they're living life perfectly. And I'm the only one that's doing this stuff wrong. Is that a realistic way of thinking? Absolutely not. But it's the only, but like, it's the only thing I got to go on because other people ain't going to tell me, yo, we fail a lot. We make a lot of mistakes. We mess up. Like, I was talking about, when I talked about how hard it was for me to move out here in the first place, other people was like, well, it was easy for me. And it's like, well, yeah, it's easy for you. You're rich. Like, don't you guys have a man? Don't you guys have, like, like houses? I mean, it's like, you know, one person worked at the railroad industry. You know, it's like, one, one you know, it's like, you know, empower, more power to them. You know, they, they, you know, they got it out the mud. They, they went to college, they graduated, they got a degree, they worked at a job that gave them all, all the money that they wanted. And it's like, that was awesome. You got a chance to do that. I don't get that luxury. I'm not good. And I'm not good at doing college. I'm not going to get hired at, at the job that's going to make me that kind of money because I don't have a college degree or because I just look like this or whatever. I'm just like, you know, it is really like, you know, it's like people are, I just really wish that people would understand exactly how privileged they are to look a certain way or present themselves a certain way or have themselves like, you know, provide a couple of credentials to be able to do the things that they need to do because not everybody can just get that kind of skill. And it's frustrating. Like, I'm not saying, you know, don't get, I'm not saying, you know, you know, like I should get, you know, for all of my hard work, I should get, you know, a billion dollars. But what I am saying is that I were, I still worked hard. I still had to deal with what I had to deal with. The reason why I don't have a, the reason why I don't have a job right now is simply because like, I look like a homeless person. Where am I going to go to shave, shower and everything else? I'm still going to go to the interview. I'm still going to look my best. I'm still going to do what I need to do. I'm still going to I'm still going to go to the interview and do what I need to do. But if I don't get hired, how is that my fault? You know what I mean? Well, maybe you didn't, maybe you just didn't, you weren't even at the interview. I'm just frustrated. I'm I'm trying so hard just to get myself together. I'm trying my best to get my life together. And every single time I do, I get a I get hit with another setback. Whether it's a car accident, whether it's homelessness, whether it's um you know, what I mean like man, it's just it's always something. You know what I mean? And it's like the adversity that I feel like I have to kind of overcome in order to get myself situated, in order to just get myself like just just prepared for the for the real world is just depressing. It's like now I have to kind of go back to the bare minimum. 
Like, I live in a nation where getting a place to live costs... I'm in, I live in a nation where giving, living in a place, getting a place to live is like at least a good, I don't know, like $1,200. The minimum wage in America is seven forty-five or seven twenty-five, right there. It's like, well, don't get a job at a minimum wage earning job. But it's like, why is there minimum wage earning jobs? Why do they exist? Don't get a job there. Why are they there? I just really wish that, like, one day, like, there'd just be a mass layoff at these high-paying jobs. And everybody who is, like, rich and lived in a lap of luxury and a lap of privilege and all this other stuff. I just wish that they all just decide one day to just, like, let all those workers go. And all those workers have to, like, work those, these, these penny, these penny ante, these, uh, these, these tiny jobs that they just look down on for such a long time. You know what I mean? Because, like, my problem is that they got their jobs locked down. Like, I don't. I don't think I ever did. And what's really frustrating me is the fact that the workforce has, like, you know, like, bro, the, the reason why I didn't get the job at the place where I was trying to get the job at is because they said, we got we got both of the guys we need. Yes, because you only need two. Yes, because you only need two people for those for that job you got. Only needed two. Like a third one would just be a hassle. Like I worked at Summer of Champions. We had like about at least a good, I don't know, like I want to say 15, 20 people working uh working staff for that show. And we got so much done in such a a, a ridiculously convenient amount of time. We got so much done. And it was just a bunch of kids just yelling at each other the whole time. But we got those, like, we got, like, we got the ring take, we got the ring set up. We got the ring taken down. We got the cage set up. We got this cage taken down. We did all that stuff in the course of a few minutes because there was so many people who were helping. That's a lot of heavy lifting. And you wouldn't even tell because we were all just, like, ant piling that thing. Like, there was this one big box that uh that was like you know ridiculously heavy and we managed to get together around that box i want to say a good eight of us picked up that heavy box and put it into the u-haul truck lifted it heavy pieces but i'm supposed to believe that only two people are supposed to be working in this one spot this one position If I wasn't politically like leaning already before this, I'm politically leaning now. I'm not left or right or up or down or anything like that. I just know that like right now I am a victim of homelessness and I am suffering under the conditions of global warming. So if there's no politician out there who is discussing global warming or homelessness or black reparations, I know who to not vote for. You know what I mean? If that makes me a liberal or a Democrat or whatever, just know that I don't care about those terms. I'm just voting against, like, you know, like, there's, there's groups of people out here who are literally ignoring issues that are actively affecting us daily. Just so they could say, oh, uh, the LGBTQ community are, like, those, those are the people, well, you know, we need to um, go after. Those are the people that, you know, th- those, are, those are America's, that's America's priority right there. No, it's not. I'm homeless right now. 
because I made the mistake of moving into a state on a on a job transfer that I didn't even get. Because the job said that they already have the two people that they need. So now I have to sit out here in a sweltering heat in my car, sweating bullets. I'm just I'm 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 angry right now. I never felt like I feel like such a failure. But from what I understand is like you know failures never try, so I just got to find a way to make this all work. That's the update though, guys. Y'all be easy. Love, peace and happiness.